Welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Okay, welcome back for another episode of Creating Conscious Relationships. So good to have you here. I hope you're having a wonderful day, whatever you're doing, whoever you are, wherever you are. We're going to be chatting today about communication tools and specifically communication tools in relationships. So this will mostly apply to those of you in romantic relationships. However, if you're not currently in one, you can definitely still use these tools and these theories and these teachings to work in all of your relationships really, right? What we're going to be talking about is just being more authentic and bringing forward your truth and not holding back. And how do we take ownership when we communicate in a way that we can, you know, both soften our defenses and go deeper. So of course this will apply to all relationships, but I will be framing it in the terms of romantic relationships. So today we're going to be chatting about why you might struggle to communicate in the first place or your partner. What happens if you don't communicate in a relationship? I'll uh, we'll talk about different forms of communication and how you can kind of play with, with different forms and communication skills and tools for going deeper, right? So I'll be giving you some actual conscious relationship practices that you can apply in your relationship. And before we get into all of that, I'm going to be talking to you about Alchemy, which is my signature program. And we're going to be starting up in September. If you've been listening to past episodes, I've been saying August, had to do a little root root tweak and um, now we're doing September. But Alchemy, if you haven't heard of it before, it is this incredible deep journey where I'm guiding you through um, all of these theories to help you understand relationship patterning and yourself better, as well as lots of experiential practices and learning to help you uncover deeper layers of yourself and in your mind while being witnessed by other people. And this is the real magic sauce of, of this program is that it's not just more information, right? There's, there's this abundance of information and books and resources that you could go to. And that's all really awesome. And I'm not discounting that. But the main thing is this, if you have a container where you can go to be and to practice being more authentic and leading in that communication and saying what you really mean and talking about the parts of yourself that you normally don't talk about and all of that, it's so much more integrative. It actually makes that change. So, you know, if you're at that point where you're like, I'm seeing these patterns, I know what's kind of sticky, not working, but what now, right? And this is that program. This is the what now. This is the practice ground for you to go deeper. And it's not just me saying, hey, get on this call and you know, go deeper and show me your authentic self. Like I'm actually guiding you through very specific, really impactful practices that do bring you to that place. All you have to do is show up ready and willing and open and be guided from there. And of course, 
part of the enrollment is having a consultation call because I, I need to, you know, first of all, make sure that you are a fit for this program, as well as explain to you how it works and all the depths and intricacies of it so that it also feels really right for you. So if you are curious about joining this upcoming cohort, then you can reach out to me directly through my Instagram and ask me those questions. You can also go to my website and read through the program. If you go all the way to the bottom, it even walks you through each module step. And that's just the modules. It's not even covering what we do in the calls. There's a lot to it. And of course, you'll be able to ask all of the questions that you'll have on the consultation call. And it's really no pressure at all on that call. I want to make sure it's right for you first and foremost. And then I'll give you all of the information, all of the logistics and the structure of it. And you'll be able to know from there if the program is is right for you. But yeah, it's it's really deep. It's guided many women through really big shifts you know, new relationships, going way deeper, having all the tools to to guide you in in all the different relationship scenarios that come up in life, whether it's romantic, friendship, family, um, really anything in between. There's there's a lot of work to do and a lot of opportunity to go deeper through through the mirror that relationship is. So yeah, you'll be really held and really guided through that journey and really resourced as well. Like it's, you know, it's the integrative practices and the calls, it's the module to help you really understand and self-apply these teachings. And then I also have a whole toolbox library kit of different guided practices and exercises, and it's all situation dependent. So, you know, if you need to have a clearing with somebody if you're feeling really maybe bothered by something there's a whole guided practice to bring you through something before you might go and actually you know speak to them or just to feel internal resolution right around that situation or if you're having really big emotions arising there's a big emotion soothing meditation practice right and then i'm also building out separate toolkits so if you're dating what are some, you know, dating practices you should bring in and some questions you should be asking and some things you should be considering? And if you're in a relationship, you know, we'll talk about this on this episode today, but I'll also be giving you a whole um, toolbox just specifically on going deeper with a partner and exercises you can do to maintain depth and connection in your relationships. So it's really jam-packed. It's a really great program and I'm just so excited to be running another round shortly here at the end of September. So without further ado, we're going to jump into the episode and I am currently in Canada sitting in a barn and there's some roosters in the background full of farm life. So if you're hearing some lovely animal sounds in the background, then great. I hope it relaxes you. <laughs> or brings you into the present moment because that's what nature does. There's a goat screaming too. Okay, maybe you can't hear that. But anyway, so let's talk about why you might struggle to communicate in the first place, right? Communication is really honestly such a big topic in the field of relationship and something that seems so simple and so straightforward, yet so complicated on so many levels, right? Because logically, you know, well, if I talk about this thing, then it's clear and then we can move forward or I can get that clarity of that resolution. So it's so simple on paper, yet when we actually go to do that, when we go to communicate, when we go to share our feelings and our thoughts and our fears and our needs, there can be this whole shutting down that happens and it can get really frustrating because you see yourself doing it. You're like, oh, it seems simple. Why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? right? But yet there's this really big block. I like to say 
that if our body isn't on board with something that our mind wants, we're not going to move forward. So if you've ever tried to move through anything or tried to heal anything in this space and you find yourself just continually coming up against a wall saying, I know what I should be doing going forward or I want to be doing going forward, yet I get to that point and something just blocks me and and doesn't allow me to move forward, it's likely that there is a a block in your psyche and in your nervous system that doesn't allow you to go into that thing because you probably learned at one point in time it wasn't safe. So around communication, we can use the example of perhaps you grew up in a family where you were praised for being a good girl and not having needs or a good boy, right? If you're if you're a man listening to this podcast, right? And maybe you were punished or called dramatic if you had needs or you expressed your emotions and you, this conditioning around this is the way that is best and this is the way that you're going to receive the most love if that's what, you know, how you were loved as a parent by being that good girl or good boy and contained in that way are another way, right? If you're emotional or you express your needs or you say these things, you're going to be, you know, punished or you're going to be not loved as much, then you really clearly learn how to be in the world. And that is how you act in relationship. So it's really important to understand that because first of all, we have to understand why we might experience those blocks to develop compassion. Because an issue I see with a lot of people is that if they're uncovering a problematic pattern or dynamic that they're playing out, their immediate thing that they jump to is, I'm broken. Something's wrong with me. I just can't do this thing. And then they actually further themselves into this self-loathing or shame spiral that just goes deeper and deeper and doesn't actually allow them to move forward in an empowered way. So when we have these dots so we connect to our early childhood development, we can say, oh, of course I struggle with this now as an adult. It makes sense. There I am. We're not trying to do this to blame parents or blame anything or anyone because that also doesn't allow us to move forward in an empowered way. But we need to acknowledge what happened to show ourselves that there's nothing wrong with us. We're not broken. And we have these brilliant mechanisms that allow ourselves to self-preserve and adapt in a way that's going to allow for quote unquote survival, right? And even though we're not in a world where our, for most of us, our, our survival is questioned on a daily basis, but we're still working with those primitive minds that learn to um, adapt and shift into whoever they needed to be to, to feel safe, right? So we can just have a lot of compassion for ourselves and in the ways that we feel a little bit blocked. And then the other thing that we receive from connecting those dots is not just knowing, oh, okay, I struggle with this because it came from this place, but then also what was missing that you didn't receive in that dynamic where this developed that you can now give yourself as an adult to help move that pattern. So in this example of having to be contained and having to be the, you know, the good girl, having to be the one that didn't have emotions or wasn't too needy and just kept to themselves, let's say, what you might have actually really craved and needed and wanted that you didn't receive would be permission to be kind of messy, right? Permission to feel your feelings and not be made wrong for it. So if we understand those things, then the missing needs, then we then can give ourselves that as an adult. Okay. So I've kind of just gone into like a whole <laughs> healing umbrella and obviously it's, you know, 
easier said than done. And there's many steps to it. And again, that's, that's why I do the programs I do, because this stuff is, is actually complicated and that journey can be intricate, but I'm just kind of trying to paint an arc way of, of how these things work. And, um, hopefully just bringing some more compassion as well to you for whatever it is that you might feel blocked in, especially if it is clear and simple communication. And so the other influences with, uh, with blocks in communication is a lot of the time just not witnessing your parents modeling healthy communication skills, right? Or healthy conflict resolution. Um, there might've been a lot of shoving it under the rug or not talking about it and passive aggressiveness and resentment. And if that's how you witnessed a romantic relationship growing up, then, you know, it's really clear and likely that some of those patterns will continue playing out for you today, right? So obviously we just learn from those, those early childhood figures and we develop in such a way that's going to mirror what they did, right? So that's why we have to really bring a lot of conscious awareness to what your conditioning might have been so that you can feel more empowered moving forward and making change possible. And the other block that's, you know, tied into all of this when it comes to communication is the assumption or fear of what might happen when you do communicate, right? So these deeper fears of, you know, abandonment, let's say, might arise. I don't want them to leave if I tell them how I'm really feeling, so I'm going to hide that thing, right? Or being misunderstood. You know, I don't want to be misunderstood in, in a way that's going to paint me in a bad light or cause distance, right? Which would then ultimately likely just come back to that fear of abandonment. And at the heart of a lot of our issues is this fear of abandonment, is this fear of being alone, right? And that's is a very human experience. So um, when we can start to see the innocence underneath all of that, we can find more compassion, but then we also know, okay, maybe I need to feel a little bit more connected before I feel safe to communicate because there's this fear of abandonment that's driving this block, right? So instead of just saying, well, just get over it, just do the thing, just communicate, just push through that block. Even if you've tried so many times, it's going, okay, well, maybe there's a deeper need for comfort and connection before I'm going to feel ready to really move through this. And maybe that's just in the moment. Maybe that's before you go to maybe communicate something that's been going on for you in your relationship. Maybe it's just telling them, hey, I'm going to talk about something here with you and I'm feeling nervous and I think it would help me if we can maybe just like cuddle for five minutes before or if I can like have my hand on your leg as I talk about this because I'm feeling nervous, right? One tool I wanted to bring into this, that's just mind reporting. That's just saying, here's the experience happening for me right now. And if we actually lead with that, we find that a lot of the time the walls soften and we feel a little bit more safe moving forward. And also then your partner or whoever's listening to this can see your heart, right? They can see your innocence too. They can see your fear and they can be like, oh, okay, I can, I can soften to this person. I can open up to receive whatever it is that they're going to communicate with me more so, right? So let's talk about what happens when you don't communicate. And I'm sure if you're here listening to this episode, you are aware of some of the problems that not communicating brings. And you've experienced that at least before, or you're experiencing that now. Um, but I'll just go into that a little bit to help you connect some dots. So if you don't communicate, right, needs go unmet. 
ultimately. And usually there's some form of avoidance. If you're not communicating, you're avoiding, right? Usually from that place, resentment grows, frustration towards the person, not feeling understood, growing in stories about them. They're so much like this. They don't care about me because of that, right? We kind of create mental stories or narratives and assumptions that can, you know, both lead to that resentment you feel towards your partner, but then also anxiety, fear around, are they going to leave me? Do they even like me? Are they mad at me? So it could show up a little bit differently for you, depending on who you are, but it could be both, right? Resentment and anxious thinking. Ultimately, from that place, if that goes on for long enough, it leads to just disconnect and that passion dying out. And it's entering into this kind of dead zone of relationship where things aren't really alive and a lot has been withheld and there's just this massive block of assumption and resentment and neglect that has built. It's a lot. And I'm, I'm sure you know relationships that have been here, you've seen it within yourself, and it's just a painful thing because there is actually a really clear solution. Not for everybody. I mean, some relationships just aren't meant to last, but they're is often solutions and we're just so conditioned to avoid them from fear. So yeah, that's all of the the things that can happen. But I, I also want to paint a more encouraging or positive picture that when we learn to communicate at a really deep level, when we practice conscious relationship, which is what this whole podcast is about, we can actually maintain passion and depth and intimacy. And it might not look the same as the honeymoon phase, it will shift, but there can be an ongoing depth and a rediscovering of your partner and ultimately just deeper healing within yourself as you practice stepping into these places of authenticity and communication on levels that you perhaps never have before, right? And that's why I talk a lot about romantic relationships is because it becomes this really deep, potent healing container for you to unmask and uncover all of these fears and and deeper things going on in your mind and in your psyche and your life. So doing this work is actually really beautiful, not just for your relationship, but for your entire life. And I just want to encourage you that there is a different way forward. And I wanted to bring in the topic of different communication styles, and I'll, I'll talk about tools specifically in a moment. We communicate with more than just our words, right? We're, we're speaking on a body-based level, and a lot of our communication is nonverbal. So when we work up to communication, at first it might start as very robotic and kind of forced, and like you just have to get out this thing that you're scared to say or ask for that thing that you're scared, and maybe start with, I'm feeling scared to say this. And your body might be tight, and you might be kind of restricted, and your tone might be flat. But as we deepen in communication, something that's really beautiful that can happen is we're, we're starting to communicate on levels that are more full than just words, right? We can actually start to talk with our body and our tonality, and we can actually start to even get, let's say, playful or sensual with the way that we communicate. It doesn't just have to be all this serious, deep, painful, hard communicating, whatever you're kind of associating it with. It can actually be really fun to ask for your needs to be met or to communicate a boundary, right? Sometimes no, sometimes it just has a little bit of that kind of angry fuel, but it's still this emotional connection to your words that actually helps deliver information and maintain connection and depth and passion in your relationship. So if you could imagine if I was just talking like this and I was telling you, okay, I'm feeling really upset about this thing that you did last week and I, I really didn't like it. Okay. Bleh. Boring. 
but if but if I got to a point within my communication where I felt safe to be like, hey, I just want to like sit down with you for a second and talk about something that's been really like heavy on my heart. <sighs> right. And you like actually get into that body expression. You can't see me if you're just listening to the audio, but imagining somebody who's like flat in their face and in their expression versus somebody who's really connected to their words and is emoting through their body, there's a way deeper level of connection to that person or that scenario, I guess I could say. If you're at the beginning and you really don't communicate very much, it's okay if at first it's just this kind of forced monotone, I feel disconnected from it. But I want to encourage you that what is possible on the other side of this is that every time you communicate, it leads to more depth and connection and fulfillment of what it is that you want and maintains that passion and maintains that depth and intimacy. Whereas the fear is normally that the communication is going to lead to the end or disconnect or fight or conflict. What I also want to acknowledge and say is that yes, sometimes you're going to communicate something and it's not always going to land in this like sensual or deep way where your partner's just totally going to love you and honor everything that you said and everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows from there. A lot of the time communication is going to bring up a lot of stuff that we have to navigate through. But at the end of the day, you have to be willing to say the thing that might, you know, end your relationship, which is the very fear that we're talking about right? And the reason why you might not want to. But for a lot of people, they hold on to relationships that aren't really meant for them out of the fear of being abandoned when in all actuality, it isn't even really what they want. Or that person isn't going to be able to meet their needs fully, or they're not going to be able to live the life that they really want to live. But they're just going to hold on out of fear of the unknown or fear of feeling their feelings, right? So the more that we can communicate... <laughs> the deeper our relationships get, but that might mean losing relationships along the way. In fact, it often does because not everybody is meant for you. And whether it's friendship, romantic, career, whatever, all the different kinds of relationships you can have at the end of the day, the ones that are the most fulfilling are the ones that can hold the depth of your truth, right? They can withstand everything that is coming up in you and they can meet you in that, right? And that's all we can really ask for from our relationships is that they are true in that way and that they are real because everything outside of authenticity is going to lead to less fulfillment and ultimately less energy for your actual life. If you're carrying around all these relationships where you don't feel as though you're your full truth and you're not bringing forward your needs and talking about what's going on for you, you're just going to feel flat and you're going to feel drained and you're not going to have as much spaciousness to carry out the life that you want to live and take care of yourself and go after, you know, purpose work or whatever it may be. So it's really important to commit to this path for yourself and for your relationships to live the life that you're really here to live. Okay, so let's talk about a communication tools because that's why you're here. And everything that's been said before is really here to preface all of this because if I didn't go into any of that and then I just gave you the tool and the exercise, the blocks would just arise, right? The, oh, okay, yeah, this sounds good. I, I you know, I'd like to do that with my partner or whomever, but I'm really busy this week and we don't have a lot of time and da-da-da, right? So we have to understand that these blocks are going to come up 
why they're here, what might be going on, and why it's really important to work towards communication before we can actually really work with this tool and bring it into relationship. So the main tool that I work with in my relationship, and I also give a lot of the women that I work with in that who are married or in long-term relationships, is a clearing prompt that was given to me by one of my mentors. So the prompt is really just simple. It is saying to your partner, something I want you to know is, and filling out the end of the sentence, but saying the whole thing and actually coming back to the beginning of that sentence every time. So what you can do is you can allocate about two minutes, let's say on each side, and you'll be sitting across from one another and you're going to be holding eye contact if you can, right? Eye gazing is a really potent thing because you're being seen deeply, usually in a space that you don't want to be seen in, right? It's usually more comfortable when people are having deep, vulnerable conversations to avoid eye contact and to look around the room. So while maintaining eye contact, using the prompt, something I want you to know is blank saying that thing and then coming back to the beginning. Something I want you to know is blank. And on each side, doing that for two minutes. Okay. And you're not just talking about, you know, what you ate for dinner and who you're angry at or something. You're actually bringing forward things that are important to the relationship. So a way you can also think of this is something I'm holding back from you is. If you want to go a little deeper, you can actually use that prompt. Something I'm holding back from you is filling it out. And when you're on the receiving end, when you're just listening, it can be like, oh, anxiety and fear and oh, that's painful. And like, I have to sit with all of these uncomfortable things, but you're not interrupting. You're not jumping in. You're not defending. You're just listening. And you're trying your best to be present to what that person is saying rather than running off into narratives and into mind loops about what might happen or your anger at them or your no, I didn't do that. And that's not okay to say. Right, We're really trying to be present and open to what your partner has to say because honestly, they have some really deep wisdom for you. Our partners see our blind spots and they help us to see them a lot better than we can when we're by ourselves. So we really need to take what they want to tell us in as sacred, right? So they could be giving you feedback about you and something that's going on in your dynamic together, or, you know, they might be clearing or you might be clearing something that's just been coming up for them, right? Like something I want you to know is I've been having a really hard week and I'm feeling really insecure and it's making me have a hard time connecting with you. And I want you to know that. So if something like that was said, you know, we can talk about the anxiety mind that might've been happening before. So if your partner starts pulling away from you and acting kind of cold and distant, your anxious mind immediately goes, oh, they don't like me anymore. They're going to break up with me. It's because I said this last week and that was really weird, right? You go into all these, these thoughts. Whereas if they just bring that to you and go, hey, like I'm feeling really sad and kind of insecure this week. And that's, that's why I'm showing up in this energy. You can drop all of those stories and you go, oh, okay, it's not about me, right? And then you can move forward in more clarity, right? So sometimes... This tool and this practice will bring you into a lot of peace and other times it'll bring a lot of stuff up because it is that honest sharing that that might mean having some difficult conversations and processing some heavy and stuck emotions. But at the end of the day, again, we want to base our relationships in truth and we want to be able to say those things that might end that connection if it is out of truth and ultimately in best interest for both people, right? So it's, a, it's taking a lot of responsibility for that. And part of that requires you being able to feel your feelings because 
you know, we have these fears of abandonment and disconnect from people and whatever, but a lot of that is linked to having blocks and difficulties feeling our, our feelings, right? A lot of the time, like feeling our sadness. So we might hold back. I don't want to say this thing that might end the relationship or I don't want to really bring forward what I'm thinking and feeling because I don't want this relationship to end, even if I don't really know if I want it, right? Usually if it's at a point where the relationship might be ending, there's probably a part of you that would potentially like to be out of that relationship and, and onto something different or just in deeper connection with self. But the fear of feeling your feelings and being with all of that is too great. So you'd rather just stay, you know, quote unquote comfortable, even though it's not comfortable in the long term. So we have to get equipped to feel our feelings as well. And that's what makes all of this possible. And another really beautiful tantric exercise you can do, maybe the clearing feels a little intense or, you know, maybe you want to do both of these things is while holding eye contact and while eye gazing, preferably looking into each other's left eye. That's the feminine and the receptive eye. And then you're not kind of bouncing back between one eye and then the other and gets a little distracting. You're just holding gaze with one eye. You can visualize together energy moving and circulating between you two. And this is a this is a classic tantric practice where you're witnessing energy moving up your body and then out the top of your head and then going into the top of your partner's head, down their body, and then out from um, from their lower half. Or if you're sitting on a bed and you kind of see this circular energy moving through and you're both visualizing it as you sync up your breathing and hold eye contact. So I won't go into the depths of that. It's a really nice tantric exercise. It's really good to just connect even with the eye contact and with breath and sync up in that way, um, bringing yourself into deeper regulation with one another. This can be good to do maybe before you do the clearing exercise or after, especially as an exercise like that can bring up a lot of discomfort in the body to talk about those really real things if you're not used to doing it, right? So we have to anticipate there's going to be some discomfort in your body when you go to do these things. And that's why, you know, Alchemy, the program that I offer is all about exercises like this and so much more because you really need to meet that edge and move into what's kind of uncomfortable to do in order to have an, an actual change. So in the beginning, I was talking about, you know, we actually need those integrative experiential moments to make changes happen in our life. And that's what the program provides is essentially just a lot of these conscious communication tools and practices to help you feel more prepared and equipped for the real world things. So if you're at the point where you're like, that all sounds great, but I think I'd have a total freak out if I actually sat across from somebody and had to do something like that, then alchemy is a really great place to start and practice. And, you know, we build the trust and we work up to it and we make it safe and, and we do this really beautiful progression that's going to help you actually be able to bring all of these things forward into your relationship. So again, starting at the end of September, you can message me if you're curious. If you want more couple communication tools, like I said, there's actually a whole toolkit in Alchemy that's being built out with tons of these practices. Um, but definitely if you do that clearing process, something I want you to know is or something that I've been holding back from you is lots can come from that. And it's a very foundational practice that, you know, I still use in my relationship and try to each week. So I hope you can commit to doing that and talk to your partner about it and see how they would feel. Yeah, I'd love to hear how that exercise goes for you. If you do do it, send me a message and let me know if you're feeling comfortable with that. 
Um, And otherwise, I just want to hear about your reflections from the podcast and what's been coming up for you as you listen. And lastly, it would just mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to rate this podcast and leave a review. It is the best way to support me in making this podcast and yeah it just makes me feel really happy and otherwise i'm just sending you love i hope you have a beautiful day and we'll see you on the next episode of creating conscious relationships <laughs>